What's the best way to cook a steak? What's it like to start a business during a pandemic? What's the deal with keto? Hi, I'm Dave, and along with my partners from Forefathers Food Co., we'll host a weekly podcast called Kitchen Mix. Each week, along with some great knowledgeable guests, we'll chat about the topics related to food, small business, nutrition, and many others. At the end of each episode, we'll share a delicious recipe, details to what we drank, and a cool DJ set. Welcome, everyone, to this edition of Kitchen Mix Podcast, uh, episode number eight. I'm your host, Dave Tomasetti, a.k.a. DJ Dave, and my co-host for tonight is none other than our forefather chef and uh, one of our partners in the company, Dino Pontoni. Welcome, Dino. Good evening. Uh, for those tuning in on the Forefathers Network, we are on Twitch Network. Want to say thank you for coming on board. We're also going to be um, on YouTube, um, Facebook profile, Facebook uh, pages. We're going to be we're in five channels. So I'm going to list all those channels afterwards. But um, this episode will be broadcasted uh, everywhere, just like City TV. So please welcome to my studio the owner and founder of Farm Girl, Peter Adamo. Thank you, Peter, for taking the time out of your schedule for coming in tonight. My pleasure. And um, I don't know how far were you, what, where's your drive, where, where are you coming from? So I'm, uh, you know St. George's Golf Club? Yes. So like Islington, Dundas? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I'm right in that area. Okay, so it's not too bad. No, that's not too bad at all. Okay. Um, well, listen, we're super excited, and I want everyone to know just a quick, uh, you know, just a, a bit about Farm Girl before we dive right in with Peter. Farm Girl is a huge, uh, has a huge line of ingredients uh, ingredient-focused, low-carb, diabetic, and keto-friendly products. For example, uh, low-carb pizza crust mix, low-carb caramel banana cake mix. I don't know how the fuck you can get low-carb <laughs> caramel banana cake mix, but it's 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 done. It yeah. sounds good. Uh, sounds good. So, Peter, listen, tell us a bit about um, about you know your company and and you know how it came about and your mission about about your company. Yeah. Um, so we started about. Uh, it's probably been about two and a half years. Okay. Um, I was with uh, Shopify prior. Right. Um, and I was with Shopify from, I ran their food, well, I ran a big portion of their food program from when there were 35 people all the way up to, you know, 1,200 pre-pandemic. Um, and then like every, you know, chef, you just, you get burnt out. Oh my God. Yeah. Serving 1,200 people a, a day? A, a day. Holy yeah. crap. It was, it was. Shit. Yeah, Dino was, knows that type yeah. of he knows that industry. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it was it was, you know, high stress, just right. It was crazy. But it was it was an amazing experience. Mm. Um for sure. Yeah. And then for uh sure. you know, when I when I decided, you know, that was it, I was, you know, hanging it up and right. uh you know, I sat down with one of the, you know, the founders and he just gave me some amazing advice, which I guess to him was was just intuitive. Sure. Yeah. Start a Shopify store. That's yeah. what you do when you leave. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Now, for those for those who don't know the Shopify um, program, uh, basically it's um, it's an uh, an online store, an online e commerce yeah. based. It's 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 a platform that allows you to lock you know launch a B two C um, product or you know suite of products incredibly easily and allows you to scale you know from start to multi-million dollar company right mm, and right you know it's really just about you know that you have your platform from shopify and it's just really about how you you know what apps you add um that allow you to scale right to scale your business mm -hmm. yeah right. so 
you know, very little coding, you mm-hmm. know, needed. And it's very been, simple. It's really simple. Well, it's as simple or as complicated as it needs to be, right? right. And that right. complexity comes with based on really just how many consumers and how much revenue you're doing. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So when I when I when I left, I you know, you know, I took that you know advice with sort of a grain of salt, and uh, you know, I started out by doing. Uh, a boot camp through a company called ClickFunnels, uh, which was about a three-month boot camp. Um, they're based out of Idaho, and what they do is they have a, a cloud-based software system that allows you to build funnels, okay. right? Which I had at the time no idea what a funnel was, right? Um, but it was basically it was a three-month course on on the state of marketing, you know, about two. And this is now going about you know three three and a half mm-hmm. years ago. Um, I settled on uh, Farm Girl because, you know, obviously, you know, coming from the food industry, um, you know, having sort of, you know, a food science background, um, you know, my wife was diagnosed with Parkinson's 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and she was put on at the time, uh, we, we met a doctor in, in Australia, and she was put on a modified ketogenic diet, which okay. really helped with her symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd been cooking, you know, modified keto, not full keto, um, and it really helped with suppression of her symptoms. So... You know, Farm Curl just sort of became an extension of, you know, and, and Dino and I are cousins. So, right. you know, it was an extension of sort of like our culture um, of sort of how we grew up, mm-hmm. um, which was really, as you know, as an Italian, it's that connection between, you know, land, food, family, yep. you know, the farm. Right. Right. And sort of and just sort of how we could introduce that to an audience in just sort of an interesting and creative way. Mm. And that's how it started. Awesome. I mean, and you mentioned the Italian background, the heritage, and and you know, love the love for food, yeah. you know, the love for vino, just to, and and family. Yeah. Main thing is a family. Um, and now this venture you started off with you. You were in um, a business in uh, in the Hockley Valley Resort, correct? Uh, so yeah, that was my parents' business. Okay. okay. So yeah. Was it a family business? Like everybody was in it, or no? Oh, we all. You grew up you, in it. You grew up in it, right? So, you know, I grew up. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I skied there, but yeah. <laughs> I think we stayed there. But um, you know, so I guess you know, with when it came to the products and came to to the design of the products, <clears throat> you know, when you left, when you said to yourself, "Okay, you know what." Um, I'm going to venture off on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think so at the time that you were cooking or you were doing, you're in the chef business with Shopify, you've already left the family business. Oh, I was long gone. You were long gone. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so basically on that, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that when you first came out with this product, you said, okay, you know what, I'm going to come up with this uh, keto friendly, this different ingredients um, for healthier choice of people for, mm-hmm. to help, you know, better someone's lifestyle of, of eating. And, uh, and I think offline off we're talking about when we had our meeting that we're just, you're more into saying, okay, what are you offering of your product? You're offering an, an easy solution, an easy keto solution, correct? Yeah, it was, um, you know, when we, I guess when I sort of first started looking at the ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. you know, being a professional chef, right. Um, and then sort of like transplanting myself to, you know, you know, an individual situation going on to a ketogenic diet. Okay. It's kind of like, it's like telling somebody, hey, you're going to cook now, but you can only use 10% of the ingredients you used mm-hmm. to cook with. Right. That's what makes keto so hard. Yeah. Right. Because you're eliminating, you know, you're eliminating s- such a massive portion of what they used to eat. 
and and now their diet is so restricted and therefore what they can cook is become very restrictive. So what mm. we found with people who are going on these low carb ketogenic diets is that they were getting bored really quickly. And and it you know imagine eating bacon and eggs every single day. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Like you know <laughs> it, it's good for 3 4 days but then it's like oh, holy fuck man yeah. it's like you lose your mind. You lose your mind, right? Yeah, you lose your mind. So yeah. so really, you know, Farm Girl was, you know, it was about how do we make keto easy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and at the same time is how do we make it so you're not missing out on everything you used to, right. to make, right? right? So, And I think today, too, people want, you know, lifestyles are so hectic today. You know, they mm-hmm. want something that's simple, easy, yet follows a certain dietary restriction right. for them. Right. If need be, you know, as created, you know, for your, for yeah. your life, I guess, started that way. And, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think... Trying to make it as easy, easy as possible and, and with variety, right? Variety, Yo, absolutely. Flavor, again, right. model, flavor matters. Right? Flavor that's matters. I mean, it's all about, right? And you yep. have a, mm-hmm. uh, a wide variety of products. You have mm-hmm. how many SKUs? Uh, we're at about 20, 22 SKUs. That's awesome. That is incredible. Yes. And it's like, and everything is, you know, we talk, and I, I wrote down a couple of things about, you know, do they call you a food scientist? Is, mm-hmm. that, is that your background? Is that. Like, do you, do you take a product and you're like, I got to fucking find out how this is made, you know? Yeah. So is it, I, is it exciting for you or is it just like, that's your, that's. No, what, that's, you know? that's my juice, man. Like I, <laughs> you know, I, so I, my, my foray into, you know, the, the food industry, you know, was, well, you know, when your parents are in food, you start as a right. dishwasher, right? So, sure, <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> you're doing the shit yeah, show, yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, you know, you start there. And, you know, as I sort of worked through the family, and you know, business, right. you know, I fell in love with wine. Chianti, ironically, is, you know, one of my favorite. Awesome. Yeah, so I became a sommelier at 21 years old. Did right? you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, yeah. I should have got someone better than that. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> uh, you're probably like, what the fuck is this guy yeah. serving me? This uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, but you know, you know, a Somalia twenty one at twenty one, right? So this was holy shit, man. So this would have been twenty three years ago, which you know the industry back then twenty three years ago was booming, though. It was booming, but it was it was you're really seeing the introduction of at that time, you know, Australian wine. So you you think right? So it was the influx of Australian heavy oaked, big Chardonnays, yeah, yeah. right? Mm. So. You know, people in North America, I would say, were you know their palates were still very immature when it came to mm. wine, right? But you know, the knowledge of wine taught me. I think more so here in Canada. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, but being a sommelier, what it—I'll tell you what it taught me. It taught me that, um, you know, I, when I was in New York and I was sommeliering down there, I, mm-hmm. and I would work at night at at restaurants, and there was this one guy. You know, he taught me everything. But more than I learned from being a sommelier at school. And he said wow. to me, he says, Peter, you know what? If you don't give a shit about the details of the wine, what fucking soil it grew in, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. And that, mm-hmm. what they care more about is the story of the wine. Absolutely. That's what sells yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, that like stuck with me. And it's, you know, that you can, you, you could take that and translate that into your brand, right? It's, it's your, you know, it's your brand story will have way more of a powerful effect than right. what the attributes of your product are. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely right. Agree. You you are absolutely right on that. You yeah. know, and, and I didn't even know you were freaking Somalia. <laughs> I mean, like I I, oh, I just downed <laughs> half a bottle. <laughs> I've got more of this <laughs> shit wine. No, <laughs> no, it's actually not bad. You know what? It's it's listen, I should have brought the wine today. <laughs> well, listen, I I do like I I enjoy the wine. I, I enjoy the um, 
<laughs> I, I love wine, okay, and I love the red wine. I love our, our go-to wine with my wife and I is like a, a, a pepoli. It's very, I lo- it's a very nice wine. It's, uh, it's nice and deep. Uh, I find this one, you know, the the Chianti. This one here is a little more lighter. You know, it's, it's a it's, podcast wine. Yeah. It's a podcast wine. There you, go. you said it perfectly. There you go. Yeah. But I love the fact that you are that you're into wines because I'm I love it. I'd I'd love to more, know more about it. Um, I have a friend of mine who's a sommelier as well, and he went took the courses, and so we talk about it all the time. Uh, he actually, you know, um, he's a good friend of mine, and he does send off sends me some some really really good wines. Like he's got. Like his wine fridge is probably that that whole wall, yeah. And he's got five thousand bottles of wine. He says, "Where the fuck am I? I want to drink this wine." <laughs> so here, have one for your podcast. You, you got go. a special yeah. time for podcast. You know, go take this right. So I'm like, this is amazing. Um, but that again, that's another mm-hmm. that's another podcast about wines. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot there's a lot of talk about about keto diets, and you said it you said it perfectly. You know, there's there's very you're limited. And and there's so much, and I and I had a I had a great guest. She's a good friend of mine. Was on the show. She's a nutritionist, and she's you know, you know she has her, she does not agree with the diets. Obviously, mm-hmm. everyone has their opinions on on how they operate their business, right? So she's more into you know, yes, you can eat what you want to eat, but in moderation and healthy living and uh, and exercise. And I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, so to go back to the keto side of things is that yes, I was I I, w- I went on keto. You know, and it wasn't a modified one. We all did it as a group. We're like, let's fucking try it. You know, yeah. whatever. You know, you've probably heard us a thousand times, right? Mm-hmm. So we tried it out. And yeah, you know what? You lose a few pounds. You get, you know, 10, 11 pounds, whatever it's going to be. But, you know, I, I lost the interest in cooking differently for that particular diet mm-hmm. because I ran out of options. Yeah. My wife and I were like, what are we going to fucking have? Well, you can have eggs. I'm going to have this. And we're gonna, it's like it wasn't enjoyable anymore, no. right? Yeah. So when you go back mm-hmm. and you say, you know what? You come up with this product that these are different ingredients that, that um, I can have a pizza, a low-carb pizza. You would right? never know it's low-carb. Yeah. That is amazing. Like that, that definitely got to try that out for sure. <clears throat> um, and, I, and, that's, and, and I think that's the great part of your brand is that you created um, – uh, a, like a, a white bread ingredient that's like a white bread, like mm-hmm. a Wonder Bread, yeah. but ninety percent carb free, like yes. cut off the carbs. Mm-hmm. So, who in the right mind would ever think about this? I know it's great, right? You know, like yeah. I mean, you know, it's almost like you can offer that as a sandwich. You wouldn't even know, mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, you have to cook the bread, you bake the bread, and so forth. But you know, do you have like uh, restaurants that use your product? For healthy eating or healthy, you know, uh, menus. I mean, obviously pre-pandemic, not now, but yeah, yeah. Um, so the the last commercialized product we developed um, is a product called uh, Pizza Pro. Okay. Um, so we modeled that off of Double O flour out of Italy, right? Um, so it was to um, work in high heat applications, so in ovens up to nine hundred degrees, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that that product will get worldwide distribution. Um, so that'll be mixed in Europe, Asia, you know, Australia, Canada. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. And that will be that, you know, that's going to, you know, uh, you know, you know, we have a frozen pizza company that's launching right. a frozen right. pizza, you know, and they have distribution throughout Loblaws and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so they're launching. So what that product will allow pizza industry to do is they'll, it'll allow them to get into the ketogenic low carb market okay. quickly, fast, rapidly. Right. Um, 
and we've built in something called freeze thaw technology, mm -hmm. which is the biggest problem when you get into frozen foods. Yeah. You know, crystallization of you know, right. you know, water, and it you know, right. it distorts. You is know, that like freezer burn? Is basically what it is, or no? no it's not freezer burn, it's but different? it's just yeah, yeah. No, it's different. Yeah, the different. crystallization, I guess, is different than, than yeah. So any, yeah. you know, when you when you when you're freezing something, you know, the the, the crystallization of of water damages the cell structures within gotcha. okay. within bread. So we had to build that in. Um, so you're going to see that product. It won't be under Farm Girl, but we're getting brands the ability to take their current distribution channels right. right and launch you know low carb healthier options mm. really quickly and easily it's awesome mm -hmm. man yeah. yeah i mean that's awesome i mean i i love the 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 versatile of different of the products that we that you have um and you know to get into the the and i'm sure everything is all delicious from granola to cereals to uh cake mix to uh breads mm. you know um i, I guess when did you realize this? You started two years ago, and right, two or three years ago, two and a half, two and a half. Okay, two and a half years ago, but uh, it was good. I mean, listen, we because we, we we talk about we we just we're in our infancy stages of our business, mm -hmm. and and to get you know amazing knowledge and 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 advice um, or ideas that validate our sort of thinking on business is amazing because, you know, we're obviously in the, they're not going to plug our sauce, but we're in this great hot sauce business. And, uh, and we try to, we want to just take it to the next level. But to see what you've done, hear what you've done, uh, did some research on your company and, and, uh, and it's like, you know, you, you have a product that is designed for people that A, um, need that for for I guess for health reasons, mm -hmm. and there's people that that will have it for just like I'm going to change my style of eating or or the kids like you have the cereal with the, the no sugar or low sugar yeah um, that's catered to more of the kids. We can talk about that obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, you know that that is a great business brand, but also it is for the people like for mothers young yeah. families that yeah. that the kids will eat those fucking cocoa puffs all day long and yeah. and and all of a sudden you know the obesity level and and or the sugar content i mean obviously sugars are completely like bad for you obviously so maybe just talk a bit more about that um yeah so so i'll, I'll touch on the cereal line first is right. yeah we're you know, we're currently in development of it. It's an extruded cereal product. So okay. it's, it's, you know, if you think of Cheerios and corn puffs and, mm -hmm. you know, you know, if you think of the cereal aisle, right. It's the biggest aisle in the grocery store for a reason. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. huge. Right. It's, it's, it's an entire cheaply aisle. made addictive. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's cheap. like, a, it's like a, it's a candy store for yeah. families. Well, it's, you, know? it's, you know, you know what it is, is it's, it's cheap because it's subsidized. Yeah. Right? right, so it's it's subsidized, you know, whether it's through, you know through government programs, whether it's you know grains, sugar, corn, you mm -hmm. know, you know whatever it may be. That's so right. it's 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 artificially cheap. Mm -hmm. Okay, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Is really what it is. Um, so yeah, we have a line of of kids cereals that um, will reduce the um, insulin spike that a kid has, and you know people think, oh well, feed kids you know these incredibly sugar rich cereals well there's a lot of studies out there that show that you know kids are way more susceptible to those insulin spikes mm -hmm. right than actually adults and you mm -hmm. well you just have to know a kid you give a kid you know 
candy. Yeah, candy. And they're, they're off like, the walls. They're off the walls, right? Like, <laughs> that's you got to see, right? So right. when you're giving your kid that cereal in the morning, yeah. you know, and then they're going to school, like their brain activity and everything is like, it's crazy, mm-hmm. right? So, so yeah, that's it, it, that's going to be an interesting market to to tackle because you know we're we're going up against some huge multinational. Mm-hmm. You know companies and right. you know with massive research budgets mm-hmm. um so you know we have to use the resources that are available to you know small companies that exist now right if you know how to use them right right um where you can get a ton of market research and market right. feedback yeah right that's free actually they'll pay you right mm-hmm. right it's called amazon right <laughs> okay right? there you go <laughs> yeah you know if you right. know how to use it yeah. right? right where you can get great feedback and you know and and you know just and 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 Sort of like, you know, take your product and refine it and change it, yeah. you know, and then do a mass market introduction where you know it's going to be successful. You mm. know? I think, you know, too, uh, what's really important and what, what's really changed out there in the market is, and I'm sure you can read to this, you know, the, con- the consumer has become very aware of <clears throat> products, uh, mm-hmm. of what they're eating or become more aware, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I think that having the, those products available to them, you know, takes time, I think, to, to get to get into that market but i think you know the majority of people that um are becoming more aware of it and you know are appreciative of it and you know at the end of the day if it costs a little bit more but it's that much more healthier for you you know does that much more for you <clears throat> you know bring some type of quality to your meals you know to right. your kids meals to yourselves right. you know you know it's it's, it's changing absolutely right. it's changing I, I really believe that you know yeah i think i you know i think post pandemic's gonna be interesting mm. Yeah. I was going to say that yeah. I want to know what's going to happen after everyone goes back to going to the grocery stores and, and, you know, does your product, will your sales be affected by that? Um, Probably not. No, I don't, you know, we're, we're omni-channel, right? So I don't, you know, we've, we've sort of spread ourselves out. So, right. you know, we can absorb, you know, if there's, you know, if there's a downturn in one, you know, it's going to be picked up in another. Right. Right. Which is the benefit. Sure. You know, it, it's the benefit of having strong B2C. Okay. Right. Um, but then at the same time, you know, not relying on traditional forms of distribution that we've been subjected to for the mm-hmm. last, you know, oh, I don't know how long has it been? Maybe 50, 60 years. I don't yeah. think the food industry has really changed yeah. right. in regards to distribution, right. yeah. you know, within you know, the last 50 years. I think the change is now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge, Huge changes are, are being Huge. made. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and it's, it's like, you know, um, I, I think that the the online sales are just like you said. The, if one channel is going to be, you know, not sacrificed but sort of affected by post, that the other channel will help out. When you say B two C, when you say business to consumer, um, you know, just so people understand, is that you know that 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 whole structure of of you know you have to understand is that if I'm going to sell a product online or in the stores. I got to make sure that after post pandemic or during pandemic, one has got to one's got to work and more than the other. Let's say right. Yeah. So yeah. there's no I, I don't know about the balance of it, but that that's I'm not going to get into the business side of things. I, I love the product. I love to uh, I want to know more about it. That's why I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna try it out because we're always. My wife's an awesome cook. She's loves to bake. She's Portuguese, you know. Um, so fed very well, but you know, I, I enjoy her style. She's very creative. So I want to see what this is all about, right? What the taste is like. 
because mm-hmm. she makes her own pizza dough. She makes her yeah. own pizzas. We have Friday night pizzas, right? Oh, so yeah. the, this is the type of stuff that I want to I want to see try out. Pizza, pizza is um, the trick in pizza is texturization, mm-hmm. right? Texture okay. is oh man, like you know, but pizza at the same time, it's kind of like wine, right? Where you know, like I, I me personally, I don't like traditional Napolitana pizza. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, Right. You know, people say, I don't. I'm the right? same. I don't, right? So, you know, people go, oh, I love libretto. I love libretto. Yeah, libretto, it's a good It's a good pizza. Right. Yeah. But I don't, like, I take Taroni. I know people are going to fucking bash me. Today, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But you if, take but, that over I'll, that bully I'll take. I'll take a Taroni style, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. which, you know, I can I can reverse engineer Taroni's pizza, though, as to what's different between that and and libretto but i prefer it right, right. so it's yeah. pizza is one of those things where it's 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 totally preference right right like you know one size definitely does not fit all yeah absolutely but, but it's you such know? a versatile oh meal, yeah right you can right. you can so much plan it to and, and fix it make it yeah. as you choose millions of different no, ways of, of course doing it, yeah so. and and i and the guests uh, the the, fa- the followers that are going to be watching the show that are watching the show um you know i've got messages you know when i put the post out Tons of messages saying, "Listen, I'm 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 using the keto diet. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what yeah. you can't wait to hear and see what your your guest has to talk about." Um, so it is, it is, uh, it is interesting because I would, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, I would. I'm never going to go back on the keto diet unless, mm-hmm. med- you know, medically I had to for some reason, yeah. right? Um, but I would definitely, you know, the product you have, I would use it in my daily living of, of food, yeah. you know? So it's not just about how you have to buy this in order to go on a diet. It's no. not about that. No. It's about just the fact that you you can have the exact same taste, if not better, but healthy for you. Yeah. And that's all. That's what, to me, is what it's about. What's good for me as a consumer is what I want for myself and my kids, yeah. right? Because, I mean, like, you know, post uh, during the pandemic, our kids, in fact, just sitting at home, you know, some have jobs, this is great, but... How how quick it is to make a quick small little pizza, mm-hmm. and just cut it up, save it for lunch tomorrow, the next day, take it to work, whatever's got to be. So it's it's easy. It mm-hmm. simplifies things, which I love. I, I love simplicity. Um, I think the generation below us has, you know, they are they are more into simplicity. They're more into like I want to buy things. I need to. I'm gonna go on takeout and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, I I don't think. Uh, I don't think that I don't agree with the skip the dishes and the Uber Eats. I don't agree with the thirty percent charges they charge. Mm. Local small mom paws, they take thirty points out of their out of their bottom line. Yeah. I'm not into that, right? I can, so I can tell you when this pandemic's over, I'm eating at a restaurant for like ten days straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Minimum. If we can get in, yeah, if we get in, yeah, if exactly. we can get in, yeah, yeah. You know, oh I'm, you know, like I'm in the music industry and yeah. as well as the car industry, and, huh. and you got to come by my shop one day, so. Um, and, uh, but that's another topic cause I'm, we're in the cars. Um, but yeah, I mean like the music industry completely died out and I talk about this on my podcast is like this, the, this pandemic, you know, basically decimated the small industry, small mm-hmm. business industry. And, and, and I love seeing companies come back or, or sustain itself during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what, what, like the whole presses of the podcast is just to, it is a free speech. Talk about anything you want to fucking talk about. 
whether it gets out to the bigger people, I don't give a shit. We can, I don't, I bash people. I don't care. I mean, I, if you know, it's it's all about free speech and what we can talk about. But uh, it's also about. But I focus on the fact that we build this. You got this business, this core of of business, and I and I love to know because Dino, you're a businessman. You have your own business, but we all learn every day. We learn about other people's business and say, you know, oh my God, fuck, he's doing that. You know, I love that. I love learning about that. And I'm sure everyone else also wants to know about how does this, how does he grow from this to this? How does he get like starting off with, with like almonds or, you Mm -hmm. know, the, just if just things like that and selling it Mm -hmm. and creating a business out of it. Right. So whether the keto was, at the time where like you, it was a, uh, we talked about luck, you know, every business has luck. Mm-hmm. We talk about, okay, you know, maybe, maybe keto was strong at that time. People were going on keto so that your product came out at that exact same time and it, it escalated. Mm-hmm. It's partial reason why, mm-hmm. you know, the success is right. Um, now to go back to your products, who, who designs or who creates these products? Like, what what goes on? Does it does things go on in your head? Like, you're like a million miles an hour. Like, I gotta fucking create this. Like, who does all that? Uh, so the answer is me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I, I um, you know I realized really early on that uh, you know you you know to to compete in this market you need to be fast and you need to be nimble, right? Okay. Um, so we had an option. You know, it was. Copac mm-hmm. or manufacturer, right? Right, and and really, when you're in the industry, it's it's you know those two things. And if you went on Dragons Den, they'd be like, you know, Copac, Copac. Why would you want to focus on manufacturing, right? right? You know, the problem with Copacing is is particularly, you know, when I looked at when I looked at the market, I looked and I said, well, what encompasses being able to make keto easy? Mm-hmm. It's not two skews, it's not three skews, yeah. right? It's like probably 40, 50 SKUs. Yeah. We're only at like 22 right now. Yeah. So how do I get with the capital that I've got to that point mm-hmm. of where we could take enough of the market, mm-hmm. right? And the only way for us to do that would be to mix and pack on our own. So that's what we started is we started by, you know, focusing on mixing, packing, bagging our own stuff. And it was really primitive when we started. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking, man, like... Laser jet printer. Laser jet, U-line <laughs> labels, yeah. like printing onto a bag. Yeah. 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 Scooped into a bag, sending it to Amazon, <laughs> right? Right, and it was you know it was really really primitive, right? Yeah. But you know the the difference was is and I think you're going to really really see this post pandemic is you know there's there's a way more influence on you, you know I think you're going to see the medical community in people's lives a lot more, right? Okay. You're going to see public health whether you like it or not in people's lives a lot more. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a much more influence on individual health, and I think individual health is going to be broken up into it's there's going to be subsets of individual health whether it's public mental physical and i think i think right now we focused a lot on physical i think mental is going to become a big part it's huge yeah and i and and i and i think what's going to sort of you know what's going to correlate with those two is people are going to start to connect with brands that they view as being authentic Mm -hmm. and their stories are going to be authentic and they're going to connect with individuals right Right? and i and, and i think as you know, you know, I can I can go through you know how we started and whatever, and I think, you know, I, I I think what you know the most important thing during our entire journey was we never strayed from that authenticity of mm-hmm. what we were trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. right? Even to this day, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. 
But we talked offline about many ways of of attracting engagement in in the business. And you said, you know, which is really hits us is, um, you know, being being with the like just just customer to customer like uh, um, being more. I'm gonna do this over again, but um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that as a small business, we talked offline about uh, direct to consumer being more with them, like you know, engagement in the emails. Yes. You said emails, emails, you know, emails. Yeah, so you have to look at. I think I think if you're gonna go B to C, you better be good at relationships, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what it's about. It's right. about you, you have to think about as like us having a relationship. The more you put into it, mm-hmm. the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? And that's what B2C is, is, mm-hmm. is the, the tools that you build, whether it's through content, you know, blogs, video, whatever it is, anything that you can create that's going to help the consumer along yeah. using your product, yeah. right. right? You're going to strengthen your B2C. Yeah. If you just think that you're going to put shit up online on a website, or a Shopify website and sell it, yeah. Give your head a shake. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's not well, customer relations, it's, customer service. It's, yeah. it's all customer. 100%. Right. Hundred, yeah. And, and, on, and as we were talking offline is, you know, is, is when you start on that B2C journey, you know, you know, it's, it's like you're climbing a ladder. Right. And that ladder is purely based on how many relationships mm-hmm. you're building. Okay. The more relationships you build, you need to build systems and tools that allow you to foster those relationships better and in a more automated way, right? Mm. If you're not going to, if, 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 if you can't give a customer now an answer now, right? So if I'm on your website and I got an answer because, you know, you messed up a shipment or, you know, I tried your bread mix and it didn't rise and I need help, you know, you're going to lose them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's where we said that on our website, we should have a great CRM type of, of, yeah. of app for the website. And, and and totally agree with that, because um, being on your website, I'm like, okay, he's got a you have a rewards program, Key. Uh, you know, and you also have a CRM, you have a chatbot, yeah. which is great because everyone uh, that to be honest with you, when I'm surfing a site and I'm on a site and I see uh, and I see the the chat site the chatbot and it pops up and says, hey, listen, how can I help you? Are you looking for something? <clears throat> like you said, mm-hmm. are you going to barbecue this weekend? I got yeah. the fucking perfect perfect thing for you this yeah. weekend, yeah. right? Yeah. That shit there, people yeah. like it. It's it, it brings bit. It's like, oh my god, yeah, I got a barbecue this weekend. Yeah, you know. So I I love that aspect of it, and but that just strengthens your relationship with your customer too. Your, oh, your whole story. Yeah. Like if you're going to create this story, or you know, you're going to tell your story. Right. You have to make it real at one point right. too, right? Where your customers, so they they believe they mm-hmm. believe that what you're offering there, and you know, I think that's what we are all trying to do here. We're trying to create. We've created a story that is real. Right, that is real, and that customer relation that you build there just strengthens that even oh, yeah. more so, right? So mm-hmm. you in for yeah. you in for wine? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> I keep talking. You know? <laughs> Are we gonna get another twist off there, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> get warm down here, or is it just me? <laughs> I don't know. It's not bad. I mean, it's not. I don't have the windows um, open, but I mean, I find myself that. Uh, find myself drinking more fucking booze when I do the <laughs> podcast because we try to we feature new drinks and stuff like that. And and I also get like we get a lot of craft beer companies that that are interested in sending product over and it's like my wife's like, 
Oh, you've been fucking drinking like, <laughs> way more than what we used to. I'm like, I know. Yeah. But and Nelly's a good partner for that too. Right? N- Nelly's a great. He's a, a great influence. He's yeah. a great influencer. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know to and to go back in the influence programs, which mm-hmm. is is great influencers, bloggers, vloggers. Um, do you find yourself? Do you have a bunch of? Uh, do you have sort of set influences you deal with or you created? Um. Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, I think, you know, the more the more people you get your product to, you're naturally going to get to people. Like, you have to really, I think the first thing you got to do is define what an influencer is, right? Okay. Um, you know, there's there's individuals who you can go out, you can pay, they'll mm-hmm. promote your product, mm-hmm. right? They'll mostly do it through giveaways. Okay. Um, do we do that? Yes, right? Um, but then at the same time is, you know, an influencer, and you got to treat it this way, is an influencer can be somebody on Instagram who's just got, you know, 150 followers, mm-hmm. right? You know, they're talking to somebody, right? Right. Or they've got, you know, 2,000 followers, right? right. So, and, it, and I think if you, if, if you treat, you know, the relationships where everybody's an influencer, your brand will spread much quicker, mm-hmm. right? That's Does that make good, sense? Fair right? point, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, and that's where the engagement with, mm-hmm. with customers um, at a level where it's like, you know, somebody that buys your product would love to talk to you yeah. and say, Peter, this thing is amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. I love going here for recipes. And, and we were talking offline about, you know, creating ways of engagement for, for people. It's like you created a private Facebook uh, page mm-hmm. for, you know, for people that are cooking, baking with your products. Yes. And and I think that is a fucking brilliant idea mm-hmm. because you share recipes, you post the recipes on your on their site, on your site. Mm-hmm. And and if and if I'm not mistaken if you'll give away also um, like a a gift certificate for your site for your products based on on how do you how do you do that? Like are you just just pick yeah. something randomly or are you just no, like No, so we um we create a format as to the way you need to, you know, y- you have to create the recipe so that somebody else can recreate it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. That's that's pretty right. much, you know, the rule. Um, yeah, we set up a it's it's a private chefs community, okay, of individuals um, who, you know, they're heavy users of the product, so they're right. You know, they're 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 buying a lot, they're making a lot, mm-hmm. and these there you know there's some there's some amazing chefs. Like you see the stuff that these people are creating, and it's just like, wow. And so what they do is you know they they allow. I guess individuals who are coming into the diet, you know, and, and individuals, you, you have to understand as individuals come into, you know, if you want to call it keto, keto adapted, really the biggest trend is low sugar, right? That's the biggest trend, right? Right. Okay. So what that private Facebook group does is it, 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 it's people helping people. It's evergreen content that individuals are producing right. and we just create incentives for people to help people more. Hmm. So you basically just like you create it, you you create the um, the umbrella, but you let the people help people out. Yes. Okay. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And and you touched on a great topic about um, low sugar or no sugar, and that that's a thing that people are are wanting to know, are wanting to to their lifestyle is like okay. No sugar, or because it's the sugars that's bad for you, mm-hmm. right? Um, the white flowers, mm-hmm. you know that sort of stuff. 
Um, so I guess that that whole industry of like you know creating that Facebook page, people helping people out, I think is brilliant. Love that fact of of that happening because for us, it's like you know we could do the same thing. Any company could do that. Anybody, yeah. anybody could do it. Okay, yeah. it is the the free tools are there for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and it's great people such as yourself that gives us you know the ideas because. Thought, we never thought about that. Yeah, we have our own Facebook page, but it's, it's more like it's just a different avenue. When I post something, it gets posted there. Yeah, we don't. I don't engage in anything there, yeah. but but I want to. So but so getting these ideas is like getting these fucking creative juices flowing through me, right? So um, which which helps out in our meetings because we're like, let's try this. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, I love it. Do you have any like? Um, any celebrity chefs? Any celebrities that, that use your product at all? I would have no idea. You have no idea. Uh, who you know? Actually, no. Who? Um, I'm trying to think. Like anybody reach out to you? Say, hey, man, this is. There's been no. Yeah, there's been three of the dragons who've reached out to me oh, directly. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Canadian dragons are like Canadian. The, yeah. yeah, Canadian. Um, U.S. Been, sharks. Yeah, U.S. Oh yeah, shit. Canadian that's right. Sharks. The Shark Tank's yeah, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. mind. <laughs> yeah. Who else? No, there's. I, I couldn't, I really wouldn't know. Yeah. I, mean, I know, <laughs> I listen, I mean, I, and I don't mean to put you on the spot like, <laughs> yeah. mm, let's see, Michael Jordan, fucking, no, yeah. just, but you know, uh, I just always like to find out, like I'm always, uh, I'm a measurable guy. I like yeah, to yeah. know, you know. Well, you know, the thing is maybe on Amazon, but the problem with Amazon is you have no idea who you're selling to. Right. And that's, and that's what we talked right. about before. It's yeah. like Amazon, you have no idea. So I would yeah. guarantee. Yeah. The answer is I yes. guarantee. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. But what I know, you no. Know. Right. <laughs> Right, and you and you're selling to the U.S. Yes. Okay. Um, volume wise, you're doing more in U.S. or Canada? Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty even. It is, eh? Yeah. What's your target for? Like, who are you targeting? You targeting like vegans? You have groups that you target. Do you create groups that you you like? Do you have like certain people that's okay? We're going to target vegans on Facebook. We're going to target you know celiac or gluten-free people on this on this group is that do you go that direction um so if i would sort of explain so facebook google um amazon uh, are all individual ecosystems on their own they're okay yeah so they're you know they're treated very very differently Mm -hmm. um you know amazon we can have an entire podcast on Mm -hmm. right you know how you do how you do Amazon and a lot of more wine, yeah. a lot more wine. Yeah, you know, better, um, better wine. But. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, a sommelier in this yeah. fucking holy shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Google Google is 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 really just about you know it's it's about understanding keyword trends, right? It's about you know SEO understanding. You know, like you know for Google really, or as, you know, we the first thing we look at is is our content strategy is really driven by you know, Google and Google Trends. So, okay. you know, I was saying that, you know, you know, this month for whatever particular reason in the keto field, salmon recipes for keto are the number one search. So our, our, our content creation and blog posts and everything will be directed towards things that are getting the highest amount of search volume. Mm-hmm. And that content, you know, will then be published, produced, right. and then we'll, we'll benefit from, okay. you know, from that SEO. Mm. Facebook, you know, Facebook, because our pixel has just gotten so much data, 
you know, we can really, we can target really, really well. But if I were to start, I think what you want to do on Facebook is you want to kind of create an avatar of who your customer is first okay. or multiple versions of, you know, an avatar, if that yeah. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you would, you'd, you'd kind of advertise to that net of individuals and then bring them into a funnel and then see which based on whether it's interests are converting the best. Right. right? Okay. Um, so, you know, you know, our Facebook strategy now is, is, you know, we just base things off lookalike audiences, which is after your pixel on your website has been hit so many times, you know, what Facebook ideally wants you to do is they want you to spend as much money with them as possible. So yeah. their goal is to create as efficient and effective as a, a marketing platform as they possibly can. Right. And that's right. why, you know, that's why their, their, their system is incredibly invasive, right? It's, you know, you know, iOS just did an update, which had a huge effect, you know, on, on, on Facebook's targeting, but, um, not Android though, not Android. <laughs> no, no, not Android. Apple, Apple. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, which, you know, I think as a result of that, you know, I think if, if your website, if you are B2C, yeah. you know, if your strategy is not gathering email addresses, mm -hmm. you're in trouble. Mm. You're in trouble. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, yeah, that's ve it's very good information on that part. To go into the Facebook pixels and the algorithms and all that sort of stuff, the new ISO from Apple. So Apple just introduced their new operating system where they basically you can turn off in a second all your information yeah. that is through Facebook. So there's no, so all those so everyone uh, you know you ever get that where you're online and you're you know, you're talking about, you know, forefathers. You're talking about Farm Girl. Yeah. All of a sudden, you look through your Facebook and you see ads from Farm Girl come up or, or, or forefathers. That's what that whole thing's about. Correct. So when, with Apple introducing this new update, you can turn that off so you, you don't release information, personal information, to Facebook. <clears throat> How much business yeah. does that fucking lose because of that? Oh, it's, it's, I, I can't imagine. I, I, it's craziness. But um, then again, you know, I don't, listen, Facebook is the social media side of things. We try to, I try to think of ways, we all try to think of ways of, of capitalizing on monetization of, you know, of our business, how we can make money on that. And, you know, it's a learning curve. So, um, and I think we should focus on efforts that, that truly engage clients um, you know, direct to consumer opposed to, you know, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is we should focus on more of like our energies on things that are going to focus on clients, direct to consumer, mm -hmm. you know, not just saying, oh, we're going to just, we're going to sell to a thousand stores and let's see what happens. Yeah. It's not going to work that way. Selling to a thousand stores. Um, yeah. You know what? For some people it works. Didn't, you know, it doesn't work for us. Right. You know, it's not the direction we took. Right. Um, you know, but well, in your product say, line, but your product line, there's is is there huge competition in your product line? Um, yes, I well, I think you know, I don't think you can go anywhere without there being competition, right? Right, you know, you know, so you know, I don't think there is any sort of blue ocean, right? You know, that, like you're not you the know, only one, you're not the only know? one, you know, but you know, you know, I think. 
you know, I, I think there's always room for you to differentiate mm-hmm. for sure. Right. Um, the way to brand your product, you know, you know, brand your positioning, yeah. you know, you know, the, you know, the, you know what, and I think most importantly is, you know, what is your offer, right? Like if you're in right. B2C, you know, you know, you really, you, you know, you really need to define what your offer is and right. you need to test that offer. Right. Or else, you know, you're like, you know, you're swimming in bloody waters. Right. Right. You know, and, pardon the pun of the sharks. Yeah, right. But yeah, you, sure. you know, you really are. So. Right. So it's like, you know, when they say when we talk about, you know, an offer, it's like what what does your company offer to a client to purchase that product? You know, ours would be like. We I, could think, I think you can even take it even a step back. Okay. And go, what are you going to offer that's even going to give you the right to an individual's information? Particularly that of an email Fair address. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So if, if you kind of think of like your top of funnel. Right. Right. That's your top of funnel. Your top of funnel is, you know, and if you're in the B2C, you know, food and beverage space is, you know, your first like, hey, you're going to trust me is for you to give me your email address. And that's tough. That's, it is. You know what? I, you, do you find it tough? Well, there's ways of doing it. Like, you, it, you know, the pop-ups that comes up on yeah, the so, website. So, so tough is defined by... You know, you define tough by a metric, and that metric is what is your cost. You can break it down, and this is what this is why for me going the distribution you know route made no sense is right. because you know I can define an email address with a dollar figure, right, and then I can define that email address with if I get ten email addresses, mm-hmm. I can convert fifty percent of them into a sale on the website. Mm. And of that 50%, I can retain 75% of them yeah. on a second purchase mm. and 65% on a third. Right. And therefore I could define the, you know, the the value of an individual email address, right, to a dollar figure, which you can't do. And this is why B2C, I think nowadays if you're not looking B2, if you're not seriously as a food brand looking at B2C as a strategy, oh boy, man. Like yeah, you'd be in trouble. You're well, you're, trouble. Missing, you're, well missing you're missing opportunity. You're, you're missing, missing out, out right? right? You're missing out major opportunities of of business. Yeah. Okay. And you don't get that in the distribution side, right? No. When you have a distributor, uh, right? You know, distributing product. You're relying on them Absolutely. to sell your product. Yeah. Right. You know, we don't even, you know, we don't even, you know, rely on them. To be honest with you, you know, well, we when we looked at, you know, traditional, you know, distribution. Mm-hmm. I, I know, as I say, is I don't think it's changed in 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 fifty years. Yeah. I would I've, I would be surprised if it has, right? So I agree with you on that. Yeah, and there's 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 B two B platforms that you know any food brand, you know, could build a B two B platform, no joking, within about thirty minutes. Mm. And that's not that's not me being a salesman, right? Right? right. For you know companies out there that do B two B platforms, like it's literally, yeah. you know, what what companies like Shopify and B two B Wave. What they've done is they've removed that whole tech portion that you used to have to hire a coder and right, you know, gone. Yeah. yeah. Right. So now what you could just focus on is you can focus on marketing and what your offer is. Right. right? So mm, interesting. Interesting. Uh, it's mind boggling. Yeah. You can go on and on and on. Yeah. Um, what's your go to food? What do you like to eat? Like if I was going to die tomorrow? Mm, yeah. Pasta. Pa- <laughs> there you go. Right? A hot, now let me get me to a high carb pasta. It doesn't matter. Pasta is pasta. <laughs> of course. Dino, what about you, man? Yeah. Same I thing. Say the same thing. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know what? I missed 
Mia, I would say the same thing. Like, what comes to my mind when I, with me is my mother, she would make the, the amazing veal cutlet. Yeah. You oh. know, the, the, the home, like the real breaded, she waited, she kept the bread, you know, <laughs> then grinded it up and this and that, right? And that was my favorite. But yeah, homemade pasta. Oh, Ooh, my God. Unbelievable. Man, I mean, how many meals we had together, you know, oh. when we were kids. It's like, it was the best, the best memories, you know, just sitting around yeah, the table. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Sunday lunches so would be like, and, yeah, and Sunday lunches, they'd be like, the sauce, the sugar would be starting at 7.30 right. in the morning, yeah, and yeah. 2 in the afternoon, it's ready to go, yeah. you know, and it, it, you guys are cousins, obviously, yeah. okay, yeah. so you guys go way back. Yeah. Um, now, how many, how many, like, how many food, um, like, foodies are in your family? Like, I mean... Oh my God! You know you, you know yourself. You know your brother John is in is in is in the cooking as well. I think our um, family's made up of construction and food. You know? <laughs> That's what it is. Right? Typical Italian yeah, type yeah, of family. Yeah. You know? Oh my God! My dad. My dad was a butcher by trade, meat cutter by trade. Yeah, yeah. And, well, you know, uh, you know what it is, is is when you grow up with good food. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if you don't know how to cook, you're marrying into a cook. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my hand up yeah. on that one. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. Of course, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. My Michelle, my wife, she's like, your mother's making like she because when before I married, I take I bring my wife my wife um, Michelle is my girlfriend at the time. I would bring her to my house for Sunday afternoon because she's like, What's your mom gonna make today? Yeah. Oh, she's gonna make pasta. Oh my god. You know, she rolls the pasta. She does, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. man, those, those times you're not going to get that now yeah. with the generation below us. You're not get that. Like I tell my kids all the time, I said, man, you should learn how to cook. You should learn how to find ways of eating healthy, not the easy way of, of buying shit and yeah. eating shit yeah. because it's going to catch up to you and it's not catching up right now, but it fucking will catch oh, yeah. up to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, how many kids you have? One. One kid. Daughter? Daughter. How old is she? Seven. Seven? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you met my boy. You met two of my boys. I got three boys. Uh, Lucas is my oldest, and Jacob is my, and then Marco's my youngest. We got three boys. And Dino, you have three? Seven, you have 17? 17 kids. Yeah. <laughs> Lost count. Though. Lost count. Four, four so, kids. <laughs> four kids. So, we, so and, and obviously, amazing cook. Um, so, to go back to, we just try to, Find ways of eating healthy, mm-hmm. you know, telling our kids, you know what, why are you grabbing that fucking this? Like, like we try to try to train them to eat and to, to make something simple to make. Right. So and yet they are they're They're trying because they see what goes on out there and and there's a lot of garbage out there. So I'm I'm glad that that I was introduced to your product because I want to. You know, I love local. I love supporting local. I love learning about new business uh, such as yourself. Um and you know any and anyone anyone can enjoy your uh, making a product with your ingredients your mm-hmm. products and that's what it's all about and i think that's i think that's the whole key to this is that it's not about going on the diet it's just about eating healthy yeah. and you have the um, 22 different ways of eating healthy mm. fuck caramel banana bread mm-hmm. really like with zero sugars zero Crazy. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> um, our beverage tonight um, is a Chianti that uh, that Peter um, 
did not request, but likes Chianti, <laughs> and he's a sommelier, so I'm embarrassed to say what kind of wine it is. But it, listen, it's a it's a great wine. Uh, you know, obviously in the liquor store and, and uh, As Peter says, it's a great podcast wine. It's, it's a great podcast wine. wine. It's a yeah. it's a Chianti. It's a Gabbiano, um, and I've I've talked about this wine before. So it is it is you know listen. A wine, we, we talked about prices. We talked about, you know, there's like, there's a $200 bottle of wine. You can have a 18 bottle of wine taste delicious. Mm-hmm. You Depends know your when taste. I, when I was a sommelier, like, uh, you would never give a Pinot Noir to a Shiraz drinker. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and you, you can go get a $350 bottle of Chevy Chambertin. Yeah. You know, if a guy drinks $18 Wolf Blast, mm-hmm. he's going to freaking hate it (laughs) 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 what is your what what is the most expensive wine you've you've you had oh man here we go Mm. there's many of those (laughs) yeah no i've let's put it this way i've had the luxury of working with some uber rich people who you you know it is when you get to the uber rich like the like i'm talking the stupid rich (laughs) man like their wine cellars are just about show. Oh right? my god! Absolutely. Yeah, like they're just about. But wouldn't like, it be amazing like, to see that though? Like it's it is crazy. amazing, but oh it's god. like there's no way I could ever have five thousand bottles of wine in my ha- like. Right. I, no I never have more than ten. Yeah. <laughs> I know because I know because you're drinking it. You're drinking it. Last that long. And I usually when they get down to like zero, and I'm like shit. I got no more wine. Yeah. <laughs> right? Fucking liquor store. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. You know? And I got to go back to the liquor store. <laughs> right? So anyway, so so yeah, when I when I was a practicing sommelier, you know, I had the, you know, the luxury of working with some people, right. you know, private private collections who yeah. just had some, like, Crazy. You know, they, like some people were just, you know what it is, is these are the people who had like no palate. Like mm. they had no palate. You can right? you know when somebody's got a palate, right? Right. You know, but it was just like, they'd have like Ornelia. Right, which is the same region as this, right? They've had like Ornelia, but they'd have like twenty years. Wow. Right? So like flights of twenty and it was just like, come on, man. Yeah. They don't even know what that you is. You don't even know. <laughs> you know, they don't even know what it is. Come on, dude. Fuck. Yeah, that's just sure. You're just buying oh, yeah. it because you got that's the money show. for it, right? Sure. Oh my god! I would, but I would, yeah, I would love to. At best, we'll call it investment, right? So yeah. they can yeah. at best, right? or I mean, just, or just, hey, I, I can afford it. Fuck, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. buy it. No, yeah. but you know what? There's like, you can buy amazing, you can buy amazing bottles of wine for under thirty bucks. Oh yeah, I, agree. I believe you. I, yeah. agree. I totally, totally believe yeah. you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Dino's brought over nine dollar bottles of wine. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> But nine is nine's hard. Nine, nine's uh, nine's hard, right? Nine. There's a couple out there that I've had. I know I'm not anywhere near like, your like, palate. No, you like a nine dollar. Here's the thing with a nine dollar okay, wine. A nine dollar wine can drink like an eighteen dollar bottle of wine, mm-hmm. but it can never drink more than that. Right? Yeah, can't drink a thirty dollar wine. No, like not no. like a J Lord. Like, you can't have a nine dollar no. wine that like a like a J Lord. No. Like oh. I, I. Oh, there's my. Is that my dog? Yeah. Or else. <laughs> well, maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? I'm the same. I'm not a practicing sommelier, but I haven't had one. Right, right. So, no, of course, of course. And my dog is joining us. Marley is joining us tonight. Um, so, yeah. L- listen, I mean, I I love the chat, love to talk about it. Um, and after this podcast, I'm gonna be I'll be doing a live set, a live music set on uh, all over here, and and we'll put it up on our podcast and so forth. This this podcast is brought to you by Forefathers and um, and sponsored by Farm Girl. And believe it or not, I'm gonna ask. Uh, he's gonna actually give away something. 
hopefully. Uh, so we're gonna give we're gonna give away, uh, and I don't even know what the fuck we're gonna give away. But but I think I spoke to you about. Maybe, do you think we could work together on maybe giving a, a, a giveaway package? Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, uh, what I was thinking about at the top of my mind was like, you know what? Because we give away a uh, we give away a four pack of our sauces every podcast, and I think the podcast the sauces would go amazing with like the the low carb pizza crust yeah. for people that can you know for a homemade pizza kit you know with our sauces and a pizza thing. So I think I think if you're cool with that we're going to create it on the fly. We're going to give away that um to a lucky winner which I'll I'll uh, pick at the end of the podcast and uh and we'll go from there but um you know I, I just I, I love the conversations about business and 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 your whole formation and how you developed it and where you got to now. And I think in such a quick time to be honest with you. Mm. That's definitely super quick. Um you said it could be luck partially of course it's gonna be luck luck is always going to be on your side we've always had bad luck and good luck so there's a combination of both um but uh i really appreciate you coming on board tonight oh my pleasure yeah. you know it's been great dino thank you so much for coming on board as a as a our co-host um the web links for the stream we're going to be i'm going to list all my five channels after the podcast all on, on the web link you'll see it catch us on spotify google and now on youtube uh, please subscribe to YouTube to, for us. We are on, just search the Kitchen Mix podcast, and you'll find us on there. Um, again, Peter, thanks so much for, for taking the time to come out tonight. Uh, it's been amazing and um, great journey. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, we'll definitely, definitely have you back, and, and um, hopefully we'll be in a, in a much better uh, scenery here. Looks like that we're, we're in some type of cafeteria behind us, but... Whatever. It is what it is. We're having a good conversation. That's it. You know, it is what it is, and, and I love it. Um, I want to thank everybody tuning in the podcast tonight. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. And uh, enjoy the rest of the show as I'll be on, on the turntables after this, and we'll go from there. Thank you, Peter. Dino, thank thanks so much, guys. No problem, we'll buddy. talk to you soon. Take All care.
Thank you. 